1: Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. School myself made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory, An anomaly properties undiscerned.
2: This week on the Pete Planner, the Planner, Planner Show, more of your money questions answered. See, that's what the show's about. You uh, you email us, uh, we answer your questions. <laughs> or you can tweet us your questions, we'll answer your questions. Or you don't call us. Please don't call us. Don't ever call us. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Pete. I'm excited. Later in the show, we're going to bring on intern Aaliyah, uh, talk about a financial concept that uh, every young person needs to understand and every old person. And we'll do that in segment two. But first, uh, here's what's on the show this week, Nicole. Uh, Segment one, we're going to talk about Medicare. Woohoo! It's funny. Like, we're trying to bring Aaliyah, a college student, up to speed on mortgages. I know. But we're trying to bring, uh, you know, young 20-something Nicole up to speed on Medicare.
0: It's a fun, it's a fun twist.
2: Man, it's a good, it's a good time. Uh, segment three, we're going to talk about uh, a guy just sold a home, has another home, wants to know if to pay off his mortgage with his proceeds from his other home. We'll talk about that. And of course, biggest waste of money of the week. Emails ask Pete at petetheplanner.com. Get your question answered. I'll either answer it on the air here or it will appear in my USA Today column or, Nicole, I'll ignore the email.
0: We do that. We don't like to, you know, we don't like to, but...
2: Sometimes that happens. Okay, uh, let's get started. Question number one is from a guy who lives in Delaware. I didn't copy down his name and I'm not gonna take the time to look right now. Uh, his name is. Let's make it up. What are we gonna call him? Denny from Delaware?
0: Well, I think of Wayne's World when I think of. Call Del- Wayne. Well, call him Wayne.
2: Wayne. What uh, was Wayne? It was Garth Agar uh-huh. and, and Wayne, Wayne.
0: Oh shoot! Campbell, no. Campbell, that's it. Right? Wayne, Wayne Campbell. Was that right? Wayne Campbell. Okay. Hi, I'm in Delaware.
2: Delaware. All right, <laughs> dear Pete, I live in Northern Delaware. I'm 64 and trying to, you know what, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea where Delaware is. I mean, I do, but not, I don't know in relation to the jumble out there. Uh-uh.
0: It, it's all, it's, I know it's not all the I'm same. I'm looking it up, but. which
2: is good for radio uh, and even better on TV because you'll probably get a good shot of my bold spots. Um, <laughs> do you know, okay, Okay. we're going to have a little quiz here. I know we're supposed to be answering financial questions. Our executive producer back at the station is going to probably have what's called a, uh, an air check Uh, That has to do with this particular episode, which means I get in trouble. Um, All right. Nicole, Delaware. Yeah. Is it um, east of Baltimore? No. You're incorrect.
0: Oh, where is it?
2: Uh, Nicole, is New Jersey east of Delaware? No. No wrong again
0: i told you i have no I, idea this
2: is how you know what i would get zero of these wrong is new york You would
0: get zero of them wrong
2: that's right wait, wait all of them wrong
0: i was gonna say it was like
2: what? okay now this is a tough one is new york city north or south of delaware
0: oh is it north
2: New York, New York City is north of Delaware, but I would have said south. Well, absolutely just, would have said I was south. Gonna say, I'm
0: trying to think of where it is in comparison to New Jersey.
2: You know, it's always people are like, oh, the East Coast are the elites. So they're rude to the Midwest. This is a Midwesterner, as you can see by my build, that is being rude to the East Coast right now. Because I have no idea where Delaware is. But it seems like but a lovely place.
0: Does anyone really have any idea where Indiana is within the Midwest? I think I've been to Delaware. Haven't I?
2: No one cares. Okay. Uh, This gentleman is 64 and trying to figure out when to retire. Good. Good. Glad you emailed. Uh, The immediate question I have is if my spouse has not worked sufficient hours to earn Social Security, is she still (laughs) entitled to Medicare? Uh, she's considerably younger than me at age 52, and the gentleman emailing is 64. Yeah, she is. Oh, <laughs> I feel you, pal. Look at you. Not creepy now, but you know, when you're 24 and she's 12, you're kind of a weirdo. Do some math. That's gross. But you know, you're a grown man now. Well, at what point does that stop being gross? I don't know, because... Is it like 30 and 18? Because that still seems a little intense for me. Right,
0: because isn't one of the Olsen twins married to someone significantly older than her, too? Have I told you my Olsen twin story? Yes, you have.
2: Okay. Um, So she's considerably younger at age 52, and I worry about her getting health coverage between the time I retire, somewhere between 66 and 70, and the time she's eligible anytime. Thoughts. Lastly, while I think we have a good mix of owning a home, uh, several 401Ks, some cash and stocks besides my social security, who would be the right type of planner to work with to help me to understand my income and options at age 66, 68, and 70? All right. uh, Nicole, do you want to do this Hollywood Square style where you take a stab or not so much?
0: Uh, Not so much.
2: Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, Do you know what Medicare is?
0: No. It all seems like it's the same.
2: Okay, Medicare is uh, it's a social surface that a service that provides health care for you generally post age 65. Okay. You pay a tax on your paycheck that uh, I, I pay you. Oh, uh, that yeah. That you, you earn, I shall say.
0: Uh
2: huh. Every two weeks when you get paid, you pay a tax of Medicare. You pay 1.45% of your total wages. Yeah. On the first 200 grand of your wages. And uh. then after <clears> that. Um, (laughs) so that's the, uh, that's what's up. Okay. So you pay, do you pay 1.45% of your salary towards Medicare, which will provide you healthcare Mm -hmm. when you turn 65? And there's other points of eligibility too, but I guess the, one of the bigger points for this gentleman's question who we're calling Wayne Campbell is that, uh, you have to, in order to be eligible to receive Medicare and social security for that matter, you have to work 40 quarters or Equivalent of ten years.
0: Okay, I always think that's Wait.
2: yeah. You know, go ahead.
0: Okay, so I have a question. Yeah, when they say that Social Security will will run out or that this will run out, how is it run? How does it run out? When it's my money that I'm putting in no. and I'm 24, yeah. how is, how is yeah. it running out? I guess that's my thing is it's like one of those are other individuals using the money that I'm paying, right? Now? Oh, mm. so
2: look, w- this is where people are going to get so angry every time I say what I'm about to say, people get angry, but I'm just using to describe the concept. If I were to say the P word on the radio, Ponzi scheme,
0: Ponzi scheme, <laughs>
2: uh, a Ponzi scheme works this way: you uh, invest, yeah. and then you are paid back by other people's investments, not your own money, because your own money went to pay someone else. Mm. That is, is by definition of a Ponzi scheme. Yes, your Social Security proceeds that you're paying into the account, it's not put into a lockbox. Do you remember? You know, the you're, you your, your, I don't know if you're old enough to remember. During the election, Al Gore, uh, George Bush back in 2000, there was this big debate over the use of the term lockbox, where Al Gore said he wanted to take your Social Security um, uh, tax that you pay, which is at this year, 6.2% on your first $128,000. Uh-huh. He wanted to take that money and put it into a lockbox for you, Nicole Frankowski. Yeah. And okay. so and so in doing that, then it, it, it sort of takes away that Ponzi, Ponzi
0: scheme feel. Yeah. But it's
2: not a Ponzi scheme. I just use it to describe it that way. Yeah. So that is to say, Nicole, when people say Social Security is running out of money, what it's saying is that it's essentially taking too many current payers to fund the recipient's retirement income.
0: Okay. And so what
2: gets scary is you will have paid in for 45 years by the time you're eligible for Social Security and the math doesn't support that there'll be enough money in there to continue to pay you, although it's considered to be some sort of special obligation that has to be paid, and I, now I'm way above my pay grade.
0: I was just going to say, and now I ne- can't say anything else because I'm going to get way too in the weeds.
2: Okay, so then. let's actually answer Wayne's question. Okay. So Medicare, again, is sort of a, a retiree's health care that they're eligible at, generally speaking, at 65. However, If you uh, end up uh, being married to someone and you did not work 40 quarters, but that person worked 40 quarters, uh, you get the spousal benefits of both Social Security and Medicare, but you're not eligible for Medicare until you're age 65. So our friend here, the 30-year-old marrying an 18-year-old... oh. Nope, I'm sorry. That's a 64 year old marrying a 52 year old. See, same thing, less creepy. creepy. Uh, when he is of age, that doesn't mean that she will get uh, Social Security or, or, pardon me, Medicare right away. So when he is 65, he will be eligible for Medicare Part A, and then he'll have to supplement with Part B or whatever. Uh, but she will not be eligible uh, at age 53. She will have to wait until she is 65 to secure that coverage. Which is to say, the ugliest part of this answer, Nicole. In the part why Wayne uh, is going to be upset is that he and uh, his wife Garth will have to (laughs) fund healthcare out of pocket on the private exchange for 12 years. And that's bad. I mean, that that is.
0: That's so heavy.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of the negative. Uh, aspects, disadvantages, I don't know what you call it, realities. I like
0: disadvantages sure. better, yeah.
2: Of, of having such an age gap going into retirement is that whereas one person is on Medicare and and maybe cycles out of employment, especially if they're the breadwinner, yeah. then you still must secure health care for the individual who has not achieved age 65, whether they're a working person or not. Now, if she was a working person, which it doesn't sound like she is from the email or Mm-mm. not so much that she has uh, health care benefits then they're literally going to have to pay out of pocket for 12 years for her coverage, which is going to be stinking expensive. And by the way, they should talk about all this with a financial advisor. So they just need to go to a fee-based financial advisor, generally speaking, or I happen to like fee-only hourly advisors, which we've talked about on this show, Nicole. Which are tough to find, but Google, uh, you found me on the internet, uh, Wayne. So go find uh, the Google machine and Google uh, fee only hourly advisor Delaware, and then and then like apostrophe. Where's Delaware?
0: Where's Delaware? Uh, I did it yesterday for Indiana. So you did? Yeah, you can find them.
2: Okay, uh, so that's that's your answer. Coming up after the break, Intern Aaliyah joins us to understand a word that. So many people actually misunderstand. We'll see if she understands it next, right here on the Pete the Planner Show. Your money questions answered. Stop what you're
1: doing. Lock- Lock on. And hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Uh, uh, Primo B, man. a question the right of any man to voice his opinion as strong as any can but then again many men are citizens of their own little world so they ain't really fitting in. i'm in the background blending in. camouflaged by the scenery but i'm a champion Remake the camp again put down the stamp again.
2: again back on the pete the planner show your money questions answered uh this segment we are tackling A word that a lot of people don't know, and to to help us understand this, or for someone to, for us to explain this to, we welcome to the show our our, our good friend, Intern Aaliyah. Hello, Intern Aaliyah. Hi. How are you?
3: I'm good. Oh? (laughs) She hesitated so much.
2: (laughs) I mean, let's be honest, over the last 40 years of my life, when I'm with someone and I say, how are you doing, (laughs) I actually get that reaction a lot, "Eh."
3: Well, I just know you're about to give me a financial lesson, so...
2: It's not that bad. I mean, you he worked here a few weeks. Like, it's not bad. You
3: don't have a mortgage.
2: True. Oh, Thank you, Nicole. Oh. Let's introduce the segment. Nicole, what are we talking about?
0: You introduced it a couple. Are you, Did I? Yeah, you let us slip.
2: Oh. We're talking about oh. mortgages. So, Aaliyah, we talked about this in a meeting the other day, but just, you know, act like you don't know. Or maybe you don't. Like, what's a mortgage?
3: Um, that's like how you pay off your house.
2: It's how you pay off your house. That's actually what you—the exact phrase you used in the meeting the other day.
3: Yeah, because that's all I know.
2: <laughs> okay, so what's strange about that is, I have to admit, until I was a homeowner, which was age twenty-two, I'm not too sure I knew exactly what a mortgage was. It's a—it's a term you hear your parents say a lot, and you hear in the media, but you don't really know. But it—it it, is—is just a loan. It's a fancy word for loan, but only in home ownership. So, uh, here's the dictionary definition for y'all plan at home. It's a special form of secured loan where the purpose of the loan must be specified to the lender to purchase assets that must be fixed property, not movable like a mobile home, such as a house or a piece of farmland. Now, uh, Aaliyah, to take this even further and to just blow your mind to, to levels which have never been blown, do you know the difference between a secured loan and an unsecured loan?
3: um actually i really don't
2: all right nicole we're gonna go to you no okay oh my gosh i'm so glad we're talking about this
3: you got so excited there i
2: know i get really excited um i'm sweaty though it's okay um here's the thing guys um a lot of people hear these terms and they don't know what they mean and then they just continue to not know what they mean to their own disservice well
0: because everyone just thinks that we know everything because we got the google
2: right and right. you can even learn some things on Bing. Not
0: much. So. Not much. Maybe ask Jeeves. Aaliyah, do you ever bing anything? I actually bing a lot. like
3: what? a What? Yeah, I love so. Google. I love Google, but like sometimes like Bing like finds me what I'm looking for like much faster. Like if I'm looking for like I don't know, like a certain song. Like if I look up oh like gosh. lyrics of a song.
2: I'm going bing. to bing I've never binged Pete the Planner.
3: Oh, we should do Oh, you're doing, doing, doing it right, right
2: now. now. Okay. Yeah. Binged Pete the Planner. Uh Amazon is the first ad on Bing.
3: Do you have a buck off Amazon?
2: Do I have a buck off Amazon? Yes. Uh, And then PeteThePlanner.com. And then a a recent tweet I put out of a man dancing. Who knows? Okay. Anyway, a secured loan is generally secured by an asset. So like when you have a mortgage, it is secured by the physical home itself. Like if if you default on the loan, they're okay the bank your lender because what do they do they take your home (laughs) they take it right so an unsecured loan is a loan Um, that is not secured with what is called collateral you've heard the term collateral yeah Yeah. it means what is securing the loan if there is a uh, no collateral then it is an unsecured loan so if a mortgage was an unsecured loan which it's not but if it was and you defaulted on it You'd stay in your house because it's not collateral to the loan, but it wouldn't be a mortgage. It doesn't make any sense. Like a student right. loan. Uh, okay. Tricky question here. Aliyah, this first one goes to you. Is a student loan uh, a secured or unsecured loan?
3: I would say that it's unsecured because it can't take away your education that you already got.
2: Um, you know what? is i believe that is correct i'm actually i'm, I'm actually googling it because <laughs> student it? loan uh secured or unsecured i feel like the answer is secured but but it, it would seem like your answer is better but for some reason uh, a car loan and a mortgage are the most common defaults of secured loans an unsecured loan is not protected by any collateral um uh, the most common types of unsecured loans are credit card student loans or personal loans so i, I knew that but for some reason i thought they were going to say uh I don't know. I don't know why I I, uh, I hesitated on that one. That seems pretty obvious, doesn't it, everybody? Huh. I think so.
3: That's the same. We both got
0: distracted as we heard it start to rain outside.
2: Yeah. Oh, is that rain? Yeah, that's yeah. rain. No, oh, I thought someone was yawning.
0: I'm so
3: glad I brought my raincoat today.
2: Is that is, is that where, you, where your head is right now? <laughs> yeah, on that? I was
3: like, oh, my God, thank God I brought it.
2: I was just thinking that, too. I was like, as we're sitting here doing a show, I was like, God, I wonder if Leah has a raincoat <laughs> now that I know it's raining.
3: And I 100% do.
2: Do you guys want to know? I mean, everyone everyone sort of laughs about this, uh, what mortgage means and its etymological roots. Do you want do you want to hear that? Do yeah. you care? Yeah. Uh, it's from Anglo-Norman, uh also Middle French from Old French and it and it literally translate to translates to death pledge.
3: Oh, oh my god. Mortgage <laughs> Oh.
2: Mort means death, yeah. pledge yeah. means gidge. Uh, uh, yeah, think <laughs> so about that. So you're
3: like paying off your house until you die.
2: Yeah, so a mortgage oftentimes, I guess we should get to the meat of this thing. Uh, the, the most common form of a mortgage now is a 30-year mortgage. So Aaliyah, that is to say, uh, if you were to go buy a house upon graduation at some point in time, it is likely that the bank or the lender or the mortgage broker will say, yeah, we'll help you buy a house. We will loan you the money. The loan is called a mortgage and you have to pay us back over a 30 year period. Here is your amortization table, which tells you what you must pay us and how much of that payment goes to pay us back and how much of that payment goes to pay us interest for your right to borrow the money.
3: Does Uh, that make sense? It does. Did
2: it stop making sense at any point?
3: Well, like you can, can you like change it? Like if you start later in life, like making more money and you're like, I could pay off my house faster. Could you change that?
2: Okay. Now that's a good question. Is Nicole, is that not a great question? That
0: is a good question. Yay.
2: Number one, of course, yes. You can always pay it off a loan faster than the amortization table, okay. right? Uh, or you can get a, a, a shorter loan or you could refinance to a shorter loan. So right, you have know, 30 years typical. I happen to like because I'm a nerd. So I happen to have favorites. <laughs> I like a 15 year mortgage. Like, I, I, f- that, that's what, uh, Mrs. Planner and I have on our home is a 15 mm-hmm. year mortgage, which we're a few years in. So I think I got like 11 years left or something like that. Um, Because then it'll be done out of my way and then I can just focus on other things in my life and it it is paid off and it it is done. But what a lot of people do is they don't view a home as an asset that they can own outright. They just view a a mortgage as a payment as like it was a rent payment. Like you're just trying to afford the payment and not own the asset. And that's where people get in trouble.
3: I have another question.
2: Please do, you have 20 seconds.
3: Okay, so like, are you allowed to move in between like before you pay off your mortgage? Like, can you do that?
2: Absolutely, so what happens is the people who buy your house uh, ideally are paying you more than what your mortgage is worth. And then at closing for with the sale of the home, the, the big check that the people buy, usually coming in the form of a mortgage from another bank, goes to pay back your mortgage and you get to keep the rest, which are called the proceeds. Cool. All right, coming up after the break, we're gonna talk more about mortgages, someone specifically right after these words. I am Pete, the planner, and these are your money questions answered.
1: Yeah. Axe hand on the beat.
3: Yes, sir.
1: Glass house. Yes, sir. Mr. Kinetic, Rusty Redenbacher. ATFU. Naptown. Yeah. Cashing in like the end of the game at the casino. I lean so the glare of the rear view don't hit me. Swiftly through the avenues and boulevards. Old soul playing on my speakers. Old soul, but young and
2: age of balls player Not from the Himalayas, but my fan gave me every Indiana game. Grew the country the back on the Pete the Planner show. I'm Pete the Planner. Uh so we named the show correctly. It's <laughs> your money questions answered. If you miss any part of the show. Go to uh, Petetheplaner.com and you can find the podcast of the show. You can go into iTunes if you like. You can go to PeteThePlanner.tv. We will see all the great work that Aaliyah does, our wonderful intern. You get to watch the show if you're into doughy Midwesterners. Um, that seemed a little harsh on myself, don't you think, Nicole?
0: I do. I was going to say, how many days in a row are we now? 206
2: days in a row will be today that I've worked out.
0: Yeah, no more soft boys.
2: Yeah, t- yeah. Ted says that I'm a, I'm a big hairy man uh (laughs) and not a soft boy ted being my six-year-old so
0: that is his dj name though one day
2: yeah soft boy soft with an eye
0: with an eye the
2: next question here on the show uh hello pete um nicole i noticed we did not put the people's names on the segment did i not send those i don't know uh... hello pete i currently have a 30-year fixed rate loan on a single family home Aaliyah, what is another name for a 30-year fixed rate loan A mortgage, that's right, Uh, in the amount of (laughs) $403,000. I just retired at age 69. Last year, I sold my other house and have a net profit of $550,000. This guy's writing is really sing-songy, is it not?
0: It is. I kind of like it, though.
2: Like, like the, the sentence length is the same. I just retired at age 69. Last year, I sold my other house... At $550,000. Should I pay off my current mortgage or invest the money? I would appreciate any advice. spell advice wrong.
3: Advise.
2: What is it, the French You know, turn her, uh, Frank, hit the mic on there. Uh, we, we, what did you say there, uh, Alia?
3: I said that they spell it like the European way. No, to be like S's.
2: Oh, that's true. Maybe he's a Euro. Huh? Is that rude? Is that a, like a pejorative for Europeans to call him a Euro? <laughs> I don't know. OK, so we'll call this guy Gary. Gary uh, Gary sold a home for $550,000, at least that's his net profit, and he owes 403000 on his current mortgage. He's retired at age 69. What should he do? This is very similar to a question that our lead financial concierge, Damian, answered at PeteThePlanner.com, our blog this week. Nicole, I assume you saw that. I did. Uh, you helped put that into the newsletter this week, which people can sign up for. com. Please. Do we have to say it's a free newsletter? Or is that like, yeah, it's is a that free implied? Newsletter. I don't know. You know, there are a lot of like paid investment newsletter.
0: Yeah. And there's like, I don't know, it's like a webinar. Let's like, be
2: weird here. If someone were to be charged for our newsletter, which you get 52 of them. What do you think that? What would we charge a year for people to get that information? Is, I know. is, it, is each email worth a dollar?
0: I don't know. I mean, no, no offense, but right. I don't
2: know. I know you write them; they're great and all.
0: Thank you. I know. I can I say I like them, but I don't. I don't we, even know if I would pay for well, them. I mean, that's the thing. Like right? investment
2: newsletters, people are like, "Oh, well, this will all make a bunch of money on these investments." Our newsletters—they're clever.
0: Right. Let us spit some knowledge at you. Um, what do you think,
2: Frank? I mean, wh- wh- what do you think, a guys? Th- there's a lot of if sands or butts here. Uh, I don't think there's a straight way to answer this question. Although I'm going to go ahead and say, anyone who moved from a home in which their net profit is over half a million dollars and is able to secure a new loan of 403000 without the use of the other half million, is it fair to guess, Nicole, that they're, they're doing eight? Yeah, they're doing aight. They're doing fine, right? So I don't know if it's going to matter one way or the other, I'm guessing this person's mortgage payment is, without knowing property taxes and insurance, thirty-five hundred dollars a month or so, thirty-five to four thousand dollars a month. Yeah, probably thirty-five hundred, uh, based on um, interest rate. But I, I would also say a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage. My man will be ninety-nine by the time the home is paid off. Right. And so that means he's going to, with a thirty-year mortgage, be paying a lot of interest.
0: Part of me wants him to refinance that and get that down to fifteen. And then just pay it off and be done with it. Yeah, Because why keep paying on something when you have no more income coming in? Well,
2: here's how you would... You're very close, if not 100% accurate here. Because this is how you generally measure, should I pay off a, a loan versus keep the money as an asset or an investment? Yeah. You take the interest that you're paying on the loan and you compare it to the interest that you would be getting on the investment. So, I don't know, let's test Aaliyah some more. Uh, intern Aaliyah, how much money do you, what interest rate do you think you would get? If you go to your bank and put money in your savings account, how much interest would they pay you for keeping money there?
3: Um, well, I get like 5 cents every year, so.
2: Okay, so not much. Yeah. Okay. So it's less, about less than 1% right now. Okay. Now, Nicole, you might know this. uh, Mortgage rates right now, I mean, a 30-year fix is about 4%. Yeah.
3: Okay. Actually, actually,
2: I'm wrong about that. Like, current rates are like 4.75. Yeah. But let's just say this guy's got 4%. If you get to borrow money at 4 and you're only earning money at 1, Nicole, should you pay off the mortgage or should you keep the mortgage and take the 1% you're getting with your money?
0: No, pay it off. Because you're paying more, you're paying more, you're gaining more interest on what you owe rather than earning more interest on what you already have in the bank.
2: uh, All things being equal. That is true. That is absolutely true. So generally that is how you decide whether to liquidate an asset based on the rate of return it's getting versus uh, and using it to pay off a debt versus just keeping the debt uh, and paying on it and paying on that interest rate. So that's how you would evaluate that. Uh, but here's the factor, what I think could make more sense is at least try to, if he doesn't want to wipe it out, it won't one full swoop of uh, $403,000 to $550,000 in net proceeds, assuming that he's already set money aside for taxes if he has them, capital gains taxes on that other house. Because you do know if you sell a secondary residence, it's not your principal residence, your primary residence, you can owe tax on the growth of that asset. Nicole, oh. that's one of the more frustrating things. People have a second home or yeah. vacation or whatever, and they sell it, and they're like, oh, good, now I've got 150,000 bucks. No, you don't. No. You've got to pay Uncle Sam. Psych. I, you know, uh, Aliyah, we'll talk about it. Uh, we, Nicole and I did a, uh, about a couple months ago, did we? We did a tax episode oh, we in did. which we talked about all the sort of ta- different taxes that you're going to be exposed to in your life. Mm. I think one of the more frustrating things is when you get into property ownership and your responsibilities to the to the government, to the municipality revolving around that asset like you sold it, it grew in value because you invested in it, but you then owe tax because it went up in value when you sell it. I mean, that's a frustrating yeah. concept.
3: Yeah. Um, I know some people what they try to do to pay off their mortgage faster with their second home. When they're not there, they'll rent it out on like Airbnb or like sure, um, Verbo stuff like that to like help pay off the mortgage. Look faster. at that! It's the
2: sharing economy—that's yeah. what they call it. Yeah, you know, I I don't know if we should do a full segment on the sharing economy. Uh, yeah. Airbnb. Would you and the boy ever um, Airbnb your your little bungalow there, Frank?
0: No. Yeah, no.
2: I wouldn't either. No like, I don't way. want people up in my stuff.
0: Right? I don't need anyone else sleep. I don't know. Uh-uh.
2: But, you know, vacation, we'll do that. I mean, we do, what is it, VRBO? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, we do that for vacation. We go down to Hilton Head, and we just stay in some dude's house. And I look through their drawers. He doesn't keep his undies there or anything. But
0: yeah. I feel like it's a little different, though. If that's a vacation home, yeah. like, because you're on an island like that, I feel like that's one thing if that's how you want to cash flow sure. that. But just your home, I, mm
2: I don't want people, like here's the two things that bother me the most, and this is maybe says a lot about me. Number one, I don't want people like in my underwear drawer, which sounds like there's something weird going on in there. But
0: I don't want people snooping around my stuff. Okay,
2: so maybe that's just more representative of snooping around my stuff. But number two, I don't want people using my spoons.
0: <laughs>
2: like forks, I don't know, because it's more teeth activity. Yeah. yeah. Like a spoon, like you're, you're intimate with that spoon trying to get the peanut butter off or whatever you're consuming. And I feel like I don't want to be intimate with that same spoon.
3: No. Probably that, not. No, that right. Makes it, that makes it sound so much. There worse. are so many things that I Spoons am not taking are into consideration.
2: personal. Like I'm sure. Like what's a what's a dishwasher detergent? Comet. Yeah. Comet's probably pretty great, but can it desanitize the intimacy of a spoon?
3: Okay. Well, now I, I don't have know. to now I have to bring all of my silverware to like when I go to like a suite or something like that.
2: A suite? What, what kind okay. of suites are you going to? It was...
3: It was in uh, South Padre for this past spring break. Me and my friends went down there, and then like it was like a suite. It was like a two-bedroom suite, but like
2: oh, I would never use a utensil at a hotel room.
3: Well, like they have like a maid service that like comes in and like cleans it. It's the bougie spring break. It really was. I have to admit, I saved a lot of money for it.
2: Spring bougie, as they call it. (laughs) No one calls it that. So anyway, uh, uh, what do we call this guy? Gary. Gary. Gary, I think. It really depends on how you plan to invest that $550,000. If you plan on putting it into the market or something that has a higher fixed rate than what you're paying on your mortgage, then don't pay off your mortgage. I think probably the more sensible thing to do would be to take some of the 550, pay down the mortgage a bit, and then tighten up the loan terms so that you can decrease the amount of interest you're paying, not only because you're paying less uh, or you've borrowed less money because you've paid down that loan, but because the rate itself is lower. Those are the two ways that you pay less mortgage interest. You, you decrease your loan from 403 to say 203, and then instead of paying 4.75%, because uh, Aaliyah, just so you know, when you go from a 30-year mortgage to a 15-year mortgage, since you're borrowing money over a shorter period of time, it costs less to borrow that money. So it's usually what we call about 75 basis points less, which means, percent less so if if to borrow money for a 30-year mortgage they charge you for every outstanding dollar they charge you 4.75 percent then they would charge you four percent on a 15-year mortgage instead of a 30-year mortgage
3: all right then
2: yeah okay (laughs) i am just i'm just Dropping the knowledge. Here's what we're going to do. Speaking of dropping the knowledge, we're going to come back after the break and do biggest waste of money of the week. If you want to hear your question on next week's show or at PeteThePlanner.tv, go to AskPete at PeteThePlanner.com. Ask your questions. Frank will grab it, put in the show, and uh, boom, bam, boom. At least we're not talking to you on the air. All right. Coming up after the break, biggest waste of money of the week. I'm Pete The Planner.
1: Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from. And look out for the lumberjacks running with the gale force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I have remained calm. Swift and enduring, I have remained calm. Swift and enduring, I have remained calm. This lays
3: great errors to rest.
2: Let me remain calm. Back on the Pete the Planner show. We call it the PTPS. No one calls it that. Uh, answering your money questions. That's what we do. If you want to ask us a question. Here's the good news. We're gonna answer it in uh, both a serious and not very serious way. Uh, We will also uh, put it on the air so you can uh, hear your life exposed to tens of people. And also, um, what's the other bit? Oh, we're not trying to sell you anything. That's a good thing. We
0: don't sell you anything. We got
2: nothing to sell you. I like that about us. Speaking of selling things, what is this week's biggest waste of money? Well, Nicole and internalia. It's the Hinder Scheme Leather Jigsaw Puzzle. Frank, can we pop that up on the screen for those watching it? (laughs) There it is. (laughs) BeatThePlanner.TV. They're best known for their monotone takes on classic sneakers. Now, Hinder Scheme is using their mastery of leather to create heirloom quality puzzles made from natural hide that will patina over time. Flat comes in 108 and 300 piece varieties depending on how much time you have to spare uh goes on sale june 2nd which is a saturday uh at noon so by the time this show airs it'll be live we will be live so we will update the posting uh, of like how much this costs because as of right now there is no price for this situation uh nicole what do you think i'm going to try to find it as we're talking here what do you think this thing's going to cost
0: I say at least 250.
2: Do you have a gasoline
3: Um I'm going to go with like 199.99. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're on price right. I want to no,
2: I want to know.
0: Cuz uh, I got to I am w- so curious like what what do they have this leather adhered to? Like is it just leather? Like well, is it a literally a sheet of leather that they have made puzzle pieces out of? I
2: don't I got to know how much because it's there's worth. There's so
0: much that We'll I'm, gonna, I'm going to. I'm going with
2: two forty nine ninety nine, which basically is what Nicole's guess is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. 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 Here's what we could do. We can go to their sneakers to see how much leather oh. sneakers are to determine love, how much yeah. this is. Okay. Hold on. It. We're doing some uh, banging here. Everyone, uh, relax. Shoes. Okay. Uh, Hinder Scheme. Oh, boy. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. So. They're sold at Barney's.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: I don't mean the purple dinosaur that you want to punch in the face. I mean uh-huh. the upscale New Yorks. You don't like the violence of the dinosaurs? They all died out. They got hit by uh, a meteor. I don't think me punching one in the face is going to do them harm. Uh, okay. The color of uh, what this puzzle will be, which is. If, Nicole, how would you describe that color? I would call it nude.
0: Um, yeah, you know,
2: not,
0: nah, not quite eggshell, oh. not quite taupe. It's a nice nude.
2: They retail at, for $427 for a pair of, I, I guess they look like low top Chuck Taylors yet leather. Oh my gosh. And I'm on another website here called End that's got a lot of their things on it. Oh, I oh this is fascinating. Okay. So, but this is like, you know, I assume End is going to be like Overstock.com or something like that? Maybe. Holy cow. They've got Adidas versions of these sneakers for $999. What? They've got a leather pen case also in the nude leather.
0: Wait, how much is the pen case?
2: $129.
0: See, Uh, then I bet we're pretty spot on. I would maybe go like $300 for the puzzle, but I bet we're pretty close.
2: A pair of socks. For forty-five dollars on sale for twenty-five. Ooh, here is a loafer that looks like a KED. yeah, or a Van for those that are gleaming the cube. Uh, retails for eight fifty-five, five hundred and nine dollars. I've spent stupid money on things before. Is there something, Nicole, that you've... The dumbest thing you've ever purchased? If you say my book, I'm going to be very angry.
0: Well, I've never purchased a book. Um,
2: Boy. uh, What do you think? What's the... uh, I don't know if I'm willing to share what mine is, if I can even think of it, but...
0: I don't even know. Hmm. I don't think I've had, like, quote, unquote, like, money, like, long (laughs) enough to have (laughs) bought anything
2: stupid enough yet. You know, I'm not going to give the amount... But I know I spent an absurd amount on a pocket square once.
0: Oh, actually. Oh, here we go. No, mm. I've got. Okay, so. God, it's so
2: hot. It's a studio a thousand degrees. Guys, you're going to read in the newspaper next week. Personal finance expert dies of spontaneous combustion while recording a uh, complaint session about leather. Don't yeah. bury the lead, but that's.
0: But there it is.
2: There it is. What uh, do you think?
0: So in college, there was a. I didn't spend this money, but I spent. Uh, company's money and it was really stupid okay so i entered this uh contest on twitter to win a thousand dollars a gift card to this company this company was a t-shirt company that did the cute little pattern pockets on the front of it okay sure i won the thousand dollar gift card you did i did
2: how many t-shirts did it get you
0: like 30 i spent so much money but that's i mean that's 30 bucks a t-shirt I don't know. Wait, do you still have these T-shirts? No, and that's the thing is, it's like they've they were worn out. Like a thousand dollars, and they're that was freshman year of college, and they're gone.
2: Do you know what a pair of Hinder Scheme leather shoelaces cost at full retail price? One
0: hundred eighty dollars.
2: Forty nine dollars for a pair of laces.
0: But what about when your aglet gets chewed off by your puppy?
2: They're right. Dogs are. Man, if you have a dog, you better not own any Hinder Scheme. What do you think the Henderscheme nylon jet cap is? Because it's just like a hat. That yeah, li-
0: nylon. The, it's
2: nylon. It's not leather. What do you think? Eighty-nine bucks. One seventy-five. Wow. Ooh, I like this one. A Henderscheme uh, necklace that looks like. Remember when you're a kid and you make a necklace and you put Cheerios on it and yes. you just eat the Cheerios. Yeah,
0: Fruit Loops maybe. <laughs> like if you're that. Really feeling
2: it. If you're watching on Pizza TV, you just saw all nine of my chins. <laughs> um, one hundred and fifty-five dollars. It's a leather necklace, but then I think there's like leather Cheerios on it. But don't eat them.
0: This is leather accoutrements.
2: Man, there's another pair of black leather shoes here. Uh, the Manual Industrial Products Ten. They look like uh, Jordans. Like they oh. like like the number three or five. Like back when I was a kid. They're a thousand and sixty-nine dollars.
0: Thank God you don't follow this brand on Instagram. You'd be in so much trouble.
2: Wow, wow! Is that what you're saying about my ability to say no to Instagram to products? You
0: just love the Instagram products.
2: I've bought one Instagram. It may be two. Five. Well, no, At same least. product type. Okay. Man, you might have a point.
0: Did you get your fishing pole? That's off all of we
2: it? have time for this week <laughs> on the Pete the Planner Show. If you want to learn more about the show. Oh, don't come into our studio it's so hot like do we not pay the uh, electricity well again? our air um, is
0: off yeah we
2: have to do the show with the air off because otherwise you just hear
0: and as appealing as that is
2: doesn't make for good radio if you want to be on the show uh, you can't if you want to have your e- email uh, on the show it can uh, send him to ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. That's all we have time for this week. I'm sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete The Planner, and these are your money questions answered. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money, like, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com
3: slash podcast. You heard me.
1: PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast.
3: Log on. This is for information purposes
0: only. This not the Planning the flies Consult Evangel Divisor. The
1: is a dove released from Everest. The fresh is fresh. And you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation it's amazing so amazing i'm the reason uh, salutations i bring you love trying greetings from a far away land i am the sole controller put the remote down and let me take control you're now a part of my zone so enjoy yourself love try can restore your health i bring you greetings uh, salutations how you doing and is that how y'all say it the tinkling of the keys